0: Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and uh, Dave's here in spirit, so it's Short Stuff. Let's get it started.
1: I know we've talked about whether or not you have sky divin, sky-dived, <laughs> doved, yeah. dived. Mm, yes, all of them. And yes. I think that you have, right? Yeah. Didn't you do a tandem jump? I did
0: one time, and uh, it was, I think I said before, and I'll say it again, I blacked out the first, like, second or two out of just uh, sheer terror. Really? Yes, I've never blacked out from terror before, but I did that time.
1: Uh, and overall, you did it and you were okay with it, or were you when you got to the bottom, you were like, That was actually awesome? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yes, absolutely. But I wouldn't do it again. There was a period where I would have, and then Yumi was like, No, I've done it too. We've both done it. Let's just leave it at that and not press our luck.
1: Yeah, I still have not. And I was thinking about it today, and I'm not scared to or anything. I don't have a problem with heights. I think it could be fun, but I'm also just kind of like, well, if I. Why bother? There's a lot at stake now. Well, yeah, that's yeah,
0: that's one of those like early 20 something things. That's when it's best to do. But then there's plenty of people who are like, I'm a middle-aged skydiver, been doing it forever. The key is to never jump uh, one thousand times. You just need to jump nine hundred and ninety-nine <laughs> times and just stop right there. Apparently.
1: Yeah, because if you ask Ron Bell, who is a uh, certified a uh, USPA, United States Parachute Association member, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're called. Dude? Uh, yeah, dude. Jumper? Dude. He's made 13,000 jumps and had 14 malfunctions, and he said that's about on target, about one in 1,000 jumps. Something could go wrong, but part of the reason for this episode is that doesn't mean certain death just because there is a malfunction.
0: No, there's a lot of ways that your parachute could malfunction. Um, and it basically has everything to do with your chute n- not deploying correctly, which <laughs> yeah. the, appropriate, yeah. the appropriate thing to say when your chute doesn't come out is, shoot. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yep.
1: Terrible. Thanks. But the problem. So you're going about 120 miles an hour. Just to put this into perspective, that by
0: the way is terminal velocity. After falling for 12 seconds, a human being won't travel faster than that, no matter how far they're falling.
1: Charlie Cheen taught us all that. (laughs) Totally did back in the 90s. So you
0: imagine how much cocaine he was on when he was filming that (laughs) movie. I it must have been mind-boggling. Tiger blood, like literally (laughs) mind-boggling.
1: So you're traveling 120 miles an hour straight toward the earth and your chute doesn't go out as it should and there's a lot of different things that can happen with a uh, what's called a partial malfunction and a partial malfunction means the chute tries to deploy but something happens to keep it from deploying correctly. Absolutely.
0: So um there's typically like something like your line getting messed up where the chute comes out okay, but the two sets of lines on either side of the chute um, might get kind of wound up, kind of like how when you were a kid and you spun around on a swing set, the chains mm-hmm. would, would twist up ahead of you, uh, above you. That same thing uh, f- frequently can happen when you're parachuting. Um, fortunately, it's kind of easy to do. You just kind of twist the other way and it'll untwist just like with the, um, the the swing set. The key, though, is to not go out of your mind with fear and forget how to turn one yeah. way or the other.
1: Yeah, I think don't panic is the number one rule of all of this stuff. Was that a, uh, a hitchhiker's guide reference? No, I mean, yeah, plus general life. Okay, good. As long don't
0: as panic. it was in there somewhere, it's good.
1: Yeah, so that's called a line twist. The other partial malfunction is uh, known as a line over, which means that your chute tries to deploy, and maybe does deploy, but one of the lines has crossed over where the, the chute is, and so the chute is sort of, you know, if you can imagine a parachute with one of the lines kind of running through it instead of... Uh, where it should be, which is dangling down from it, Uh then you've got a parachute that's sort of working but not like it should.
0: No, and that can be a real problem when your main chute doesn't open. But luckily, people who jumped out of planes plenty of times have figured out that it might help if you have a second chute. And we're going to talk all about that second chute and how it probably will save your life after this message. What do you think? Sounds great. Well, now, we are on the road... Driving in your truck, why not learn a thing or two from Josh and Chuck? It's stuff you, stuff you should know. All right. Listen to this it's a game changer. Amazon is now in healthcare. Yes, Amazon. It's called Amazon One Medical. They offer same day appointments, and if that's not convenient enough for you, they also have 24 7 virtual care.
1: Again, this is a game changer. Thanks to Amazon Pharmacy and Amazon One Medical, healthcare just got less painful.
0: showcased site.
1: So just go to squarespace.com slash stuff and you're going to get a free trial and when you're ready to launch use our offer code stuff to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
0: Okay, Charles. So, um, your main chute is deployed and not functioning. Either you've got a line cross that won't undo, you got a line over, or in some cases, your chute just hasn't deployed at all. What do you do, big shot? What do you do?
1: <laughs> well, that's uh, called a total malfunction. If your chute just doesn't come out or doesn't open at all, it's a complete failure, uh, you have a reserve chute. You've always got another one in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the good news is that Any old, well, I don't know about any old, because I'm sure they make sure the most experienced parachuters pack that main chute at wherever you're going. But you do not have to be a certified FAA operator to pack that main chute. You do have to be that to pack that reserve chute, though.
0: Right, which is like an extra level of protection because those people are very sober. They know what they're doing. No nonsense. Crew cuts every last one of them. And yeah. uh, they they will pack your reserve chute very, very well. The thing is, if your reserve chute doesn't open, this article points it out pretty plainly. God wanted you dead. Your number was up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, reserves are not supposed to fail because they are the redundancy, but um, it can be a manufacturing mistake, mm-hmm. um, whereas the the chances of or the reality is when your other the main chute fails it could just be that it was packed wrong or that you came out of the plane funny and your body is at a weird angle
0: and it sounds kind of funny to say but if you are going to have a parachute malfunction Rather than a line over or a line cross, you are actually better off if your main chute doesn't deploy at all because that cuts down on the chance of your reserve chute getting entangled with your main chute. Totally. So if you're going to have to use your reserve chute, it's better if the main chute isn't deployed. But if you're worried or whatever and your main chute's not working, don't hesitate to deploy that reserve chute. Just go ahead and use it. That's what it's there for.
1: That's right. In this How Stuff Works article, Bell is quoted as saying, "When in doubt, whip it out." That is so Bell, funny guy. That is so Bell, so Ted Nugent too. Uh,
0: we um, we had a, a guy put in floors at our house once, and he was a naked skydiver. And he said, and he said one time <laughs> he got blown off course, and this guy was not. Th- there was nothing that about him that made you say like, "Yeah, you know, I bet you were a pretty handsome naked skydiver." Like he was whatever the point is <laughs> <laughs> the point is um he was blown off course once and he had to hitch a, a ride back
1: naked except for his parachute what's the point i don't i don't get the naked skydiving mean.
0: uh he said it was very um it was a very freeing sensation you can imagine
1: i mean that's what they say about being naked doing anything
0: right, right. this is like wind whipping past your genitalia
1: your genitalia,
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's like s'mores. It's a contraction.
1: Uh, so the other good thing about um, the fail-safe these days is that if you, let's say you go out of, like you, you blacked out. Let's say you didn't regain consciousness mm-hmm. and you weren't doing a tandem jump, and all of a sudden Josh Clark is just hurtling to the ground, passed out, um, you will probably still be okay because these days they have... Um, these modern devices called automatic activation devices (AADS), and they use computerized sensors that basically say, "Hey, if you're falling below 1,000 feet and you're going at least 78 miles per hour, then something's wrong, and we're gonna we're gonna automatically deploy the backup parachute. This little computerized thing." Right.
0: So, as like you said, there there's like, it's not a death sentence if your chute doesn't open. There's a lot of ways that you can resolve this. But there are some instances where your chute just doesn't open. Um, what's crazy is, is that people die from those very infrequently. Um, or I should say, I, I, taking into account all jumps, there are very uh-huh. few people who die parachuting. Um, I think in t- 2000... Um, 32 people died out of 2.7 million skydive jumps. And then in 2020, just 11 out of 2.8 million died. And that's not taking into account people who actually have survived these things, where their their parachutes just didn't deploy, and they hit the ground and they actually live, which does happen from time to time.
1: Yeah, and I guess just some back of the envelope math, which I'll probably get wrong, if Bell is correct, and that about one in a thousand have some sort of partial malfunction at least. Mm-hmm. That would mean out of those 2.8 million total jumps, there were about 2,800 malfunctions and only 11 deaths still. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you had, if you had, I think you're right. You know me in yeah. math
0: too, so that's <laughs> that was impressive.
1: No, that one's pretty straightforward, I think. So out of the 2,800-ish mm-hmm. malfunctions, there were only 11 deaths. So your chances of surviving a malfunction are still really, really great.
0: Yeah, so there were a couple people um, that kind of famously survived. There was a woman named Victoria Sillars whose nefarious evil husband tampered with her parachute to kill her. And she survived a drop from 4,000 feet uh, a few years what back. What happened to him? He went to prison. Uh, a guy named Michael Holmes... Jumped two two miles, three point two kilometers. That's how far he dropped to the earth without his chute deploying. But he happened to land in some blackberry bushes, and he lived. Aww. um are you? Do you feel bad for the blackberry bushes?
1: No, I thought that was a very sweet, nice ending. Oh, okay. and I'm just picturing <laughs> this person landing and reaching over and picking a blackberry for, and enjoying
0: nice. it. Nice. For some reason, that uh, awe sounded like you were sympathizing. With, like, what the blackberry bushes do to deserve that?
1: No, oh. and now of course this guy's probably listening. He's like, "Yeah, I ate a blackberry with my stomach collapsed." <laughs>
0: right, but then the queen of all this, Chuck, the queen champion, was a woman named Vesna Vulovic, who in 1972 was a flight attendant on board a Yugoslav air flight that they suspect had a bomb. At any case, it came apart at 33,000 feet. And she, oh trapped in the tail, pinned between the wall and, or the back of the tail and, or the back of the plane and a service cart, dropped 33,000 feet out of the air and <laughs> survived. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That is, yeah, that's startling. <laughs> Can you imagine like her just shakily like putting a cigarette in her mouth and lighting it and walking away from the landing?
1: Holy cow. Because
0: this was Yugoslavia in 1972. There's a 110% chance that she smoked cigarettes.
1: Yes, of course. Uh, Unfiltered.
0: You got anything else, man?
1: I got nothing else. Pull that shoot, Whip it out. And when it doesn't
0: work, be sure to say, shoot. Uh Well, that's it for short stuff,
1: everybody. We're out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts myHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app.